This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, everybody. This is Humble and Hungry, and I'm your friend, Natalie Poucher. Welcome back. I am feeling better, I will say. Let's just update. Let's just start the updates now. Uh, it's going to be a solo episode, so buckle up. Um, I am feeling better. I updated everybody on Patreon. If you have a Patreon, if you don't, to go there now. I basically gave a full a deep dive into what happened with the I took a blood test and it came back negative but I sort of go into a deep dive on um what's going on with me and also um a big fight that Riley and I had so oopsies there's that <laughs> I feel like all those really 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 personal things now I'm going to have to tell Patreon because I feel like if you're part of my Patreon you really are like a sister or brother at this point and you're going to love me no matter what, and you're going to not hate Riley or not hate me or not hate someone that I talk about. Because <laughs> you know, like when you're in a relationship, you really don't want to tell your mom or your, or your brothers or sisters or whatever, something about like, your husband or wife, because you're like, oh, God, I don't want them to hate them, you know? But you do anyways, because you just can't hold it back because you're like so mad in the, the moment. So that's what Patreon is for me. <laughs> And not that I don't love you guys any less. I just feel like maybe this is now hitting the masses and it shouldn't. I shouldn't be telling the masses. Um, but, you know, I have diarrhea of the mouth. So so there's that. Uh, but I am I have a little bit more energy now. So just a, a quick um, recap. I thought I was pregnant. I was very ill uh, all month and I ended up taking a bunch of pregnancy tests. They were negative. I went and got a blood test done that was also negative. Um, and my hormone and thyroid test came back negative or, you know, normal, not negative, normal. Uh, so I'm going to go and get basically a uh, second opinion because I know something is wrong with my body. I know something is up. I've never felt this way before. Um, I... I feel it. I'm like emotionally, mentally, physically, like all of the things, I feel it. And so I feel like we just have to be advocates of, you know, of our own body. And um, I'm going to go and try to figure out what's going on. I was also telling Patreon that I have a girlfriend who also had similar symptoms and went to the doctor. First one said that she was fine. Second one finally um, diagnosed her with something. And uh, I, I don't know what it was. It, 
precisely, so I don't want to say it, but I know they got her on some medication because she was getting really, really bad migraines and, and whatnot. And so I think it was like a, a drop in, in her hormones. So I'm going to go figure this out um, because I, I just feel like I, I hate feeling like I'm crazy and I know I'm not crazy. I know I'm not making it up. I know I have physical symptoms of things. I mean, I wouldn't just be throwing up for no reason. Like I even Riley the other day was like, I didn't want to say anything. He's like, but I really thought you were pregnant too. Cause you have like a little pooch. I'm like, okay, motherfucker. <laughs> He's like, no, no, no. I don't mean to say that like an asshole way. He's like, I just, and, and I was actually holding my belly. Cause I was, I was like actually in pain. Um, and I did notice that I had a, a, a pooch and it was like something like I couldn't suck it in. And that's when I was like, dude, maybe I really am. Anyways, so who knows? It also could have been that I was just gonna have like a raging period, which I, I ended up having a period for like two days, which is also very weird and bizarre because my period is normally very normal. Um, I am like to the T, to the hour, to the day. Uh, and this month was just absolutely bizarre. So Anyways, I'll keep you guys posted on that. Okay, uh, Piper's birthday. So it ended up being really cute. Um, we had about, I want to say 30 adults and 10 toddlers and four little infant little babies. Um, it was it was good. I feel like the party flowed. I don't think, I don't think Riley and I, everyone says that we were great hosts, but I feel like we are not the best hosts. <laughs> I think we are way too anxious and we are way too, um, like we, we are like good dinner party hosts. I think like a couple, oh my God, I sound like, I sound like, you know who, um, <laughs> but I, I, I feel like we're good for like maybe having a couple people over and just like having a small dinner party with like maybe no kids. I think it's like, I get way too anxious about, is everyone having a good time? Is there enough food? Is there enough booze? Is everyone, you know, like fed and, and, and have something in their hand? Are they, are they bored? Do they, I, I don't know. Is my house a disaster? Like, I, I just feel like it's, I'm way too high strung to throw parties. So, you know, all that money later, just to realize we'll never have a party here ever again. <laughs> I think we were supposed to, I think we were supposed to have one of the holidays here, like the Thanksgiving or, or Christmas. I just don't think we can do that. I, I, and after everyone left, like I was kind of like ready for everyone to leave by the end of the night, cause I, which I love my friends and, and family, but I was like, okay, we're good. Cause like Riley Piper was exhausted. I think it was like nine o'clock and Riley was like, I'm going to just take her go give her a shower and go to bed. And there were still a few people at the house. And so I was like, yeah, maybe it's time. Like I, and also again, I was like not feeling the best. And at that point I had started my period and I was pretty much like bleeding through, um, super duper tampons every like 45 minutes. So it was just like not the most pleasant um, thing. And I weirdly also, this is so TMI, I felt like um, like my my ovaries, my vagina, like every, like my, I don't know what the scientific word is. I felt like all of that was about to just fall out of my body. Like it felt like so heavy, you know, like, if you've ever had a baby and you feel like the baby's about to like come out, that's what it felt like. It was the most bizarre feeling. And I was like that all day. And I was just like, 
this pain down there. It was so weird. And I just like, so I was like having fun. Like I couldn't fully have fun because I just like, I couldn't jump in the jumper because that would, and it was a white jumper. (laughs) That would not have been pretty. And so I feel bad, you know, like I couldn't like fully like play and be there but I you know we, we did our best and, and I feel like everyone had a really good time and it ended up looking really pretty um and, and we had the the princesses there which ended up being I talked about it last week um they ended up being really really good um I have to recommend I I, I have to recommend them because they're they're really great um it's a bunch of different princesses. It's called Happily Ever After here in Orange County. They have a bunch of, um, again, not an ad. They have a bunch of um, different princesses that you can book for an hour. It was like 150 bucks. And they basically come and they give all your like little girls a makeover. And she was so sweet. She like walked into like this, um, like the Cinderella, like a ball song. And she taught all the kids how to like do like a, um, how to wave and how to do a dance and she like gave her a little crown at the end it was so sinking cute the girls were having the best time and then all the boys were like ah screw Cinderella we're gonna go jump <laughs> and it was we had bought like some prince and like night outfits and so the boys um were dressed up and like were fighting with their swords and stuff for a little bit so it was very cute very very cute um so that was a success but if you're interested um in booking them, I highly, highly recommend doing that. So, um, it was definitely worth the 150 bucks. And then we got, you know, the jumper and all that. Um, it was a a cute white jumper. I think like per hour was like a hundred and some bucks. I think it was like 300 bucks, 309 for a white jumper, which is actually not bad for those. Sometimes those get like way overpriced. Um, and then, and that was like OC Bounce House here in Orange County. So if you're interested, reach out to them. They were they were really good. Okay, sorry, I'm like talking. Now I have like all this energy. Who am I? Um, God, so weird, huh? The body is so, so bizarre. Okay, I wanted to talk about Piper's... Oh, before I talk about Piper's birth story, because that's what I want to talk about this week. Because um, I got a ton of messages during her birthday that I never, I don't think I've ever shared her birth story. So, um, but before I do that yesterday, I went and got a, uh, just like a, a quick manicure cause I pulled off all my nails right before her birthday, like right before. So they were like throbbing during her birthday, but I just couldn't handle it anymore. I was like, they were like hanging on by a thread. And so I, um, got my nails done yesterday and I went into this new place and a guy, I don't know if you guys have ever had a guy do your nails, but he was a very good looking guy. <laughs> like by good looking, he was hot. Like <laughs> he's actually really hot. And, and I don't mean this like in a, Ooh, I would like totally do him kind of way. It was just like a really good looking, like a Vietnamese dude. He was like bald with like muscles and a nice watch and really manicured hands. And like, and I was like, oh my God, I am so embarrassed <laughs> by how disgusting my nails are. And I like, I had a moment where I was like, this is embarrassing. Like, this is actually embarrassing. Like, I don't know if I really want you to do my nails. <laughs> and so, and so he like starts to like, just have at it at my nails. And I'm like, oh my God. And like, 
he had like really masculine, <laughs> really masculine hands. And you know, like I just got like a mani, like a gel manicure. And so he's like massaging my hands and like, I was like, oh my God, this should be, this should be like a, a business. Like men have hooters. We should have like a place called like Buff Nails, you know, <laughs> like a bunch of buff dudes are like doing your nails and giving you a pedicure. I don't know. I'm just an idea, although it is kind of embarrassing when you have like ra- like a ratchet as toes and like, you know, calluses on your feet. I don't, it's just an idea. But like maybe it's like a bunch of dudes with like really good music and maybe it's like kind of like a cool vibe with like mimosas. I don't know. <laughs> is this so but is this just ridiculous i don't know i just i felt like i was really loving it like in the beginning i was kind of embarrassed and by the end i was like totally loving i'm like this is amazing and then at the end he's like damn like your nails look really good and i was like yes they do (laughs) no he said something he didn't say really good he said he said something like um like i like i like i nailed that or something (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. He said something like that. I was like, like, yes, you did. Yes, you did, sir. Cutie patootie. Um, yeah, I'm just glad he was on my nails and not my feet because my, my feet are just like, I I mean, I'm a, I'm a walking callus at this point. I don't know what's happening with me. I just, I'm I'm like a horse. You would think I walk around barefoot all day. It's just ridiculous. Um, so working on that. Okay. Let's, let's pivot a little bit. Let's talk about, um, the birth Piper's birth story. So taking you back to 2019, I was working with, um, Heather Dubrow, right. And I was, I was right about, okay. I was about to take, um, my maternity leave. And I, it was literally my last day. So I had been, by the way, leading up to that, I had been very stressed, um, really overwhelmed with like just the amount of work and things that had been um, just politics that were happening sort of internally within the position and um, just feeling very overwhelmed, very um insecure like insecure really about just like the position and what was going on and just like just so emotionally taxed um because I knew that I was about to give birth and I was just like I just didn't know what was going on with you know like my my, like my relationships and this and that and whatever and so Mind you, you know, when you're about to give birth, you're also just very overwhelmed in general because it's a lot. Like you're about to bring in, especially with your first, right? You have no idea what you're doing. You know, you're working a full, I was working a full-time job. Um, I was huge and tired and, you know, emotional and just, it's so natural. It's so okay. Um, and so I was working up until like the, literally the very last moment. It was about 10 o'clock where I like closed the computer and it was like my last day. 
and I was about to take two weeks off because I had, um, I, I only was only going to take about two week maternity leave, um, just to sort of get things ready and prepared. And although I was pretty much ready, I was just like going to take a little bit of time off because I'm, I'm not kidding. At that point I had been, you know, we were working on, on different shows, different concepts. I, you know, we were podcasting on that show. We were doing so much and I was also getting, you know, the other person ready to do, take on my tasks, right? Um, because I had never, I I had worked there for eight years. I had never taken time off before. Uh, so I was really having to sort of hand over the reins, which was a lot of stuff. And so, um, yeah, so it was about 10 o'clock at night and I closed the computer and I'm like, okay, like this is it. And I, I'm not kidding you. It was like a movie. The second that I was like about to like relax, I start to get the gnarliest cramps and the craziest like pains in my back and in my my belly and my my vaginal area and my ass. <laughs> um and I was like, oh okay. I'm I I heard that you feel like you want to go use the restroom when you feel these pains. And so I went and I was like sitting on the toilet and I was like, okay, nothing's happening because your body naturally wants to get rid of everything, right? So you you use the restroom many times to like sort of get everything out because you're ready to sort of push and that's the the natural, you know, symptoms and situ or, you know, the natural sort of progression of, of how your the body works, right? So I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, I'm going to start timing this because clearly this is like way more, you know, extensive than I've ever, any other pains I've ever had. And so I was going from like, you know, I want to say like 10 minutes to like nine to eight. To and so it was like midnight at this point. And then from midnight, it was like two o'clock and I was like, it was getting a little closer, a little closer. And I was like, oh shit. Okay. I think it's happening. Um, I bear, I wasn't packed at that point, which was so silly of me. Cause then like I had things sort of like set out, but like packing while you're having, you know, all those cramps and you know, you're going through all of the, that whole process is like the worst thing you could do. Cause at that point you're like, when you're, when you're mid, uh, when you're mid cramping, you're like, Oh shit. And then like, it finally goes away and you're like, okay, okay, get everything done. Throw everything in there. And like you get in like another one. You're like, Oh fuck. Like you're, you're like, you can't do anything. You can't move. You can't breathe. Uh, so once it started getting closer, I was like, Riley, get your ass. <laughs> get your ass in the car we're leaving and he's like okay I gotta take a quick shower I'm like the fuck you do <laughs> and I had to pack for him but he took a shower and I you know you had this idea like oh I'm gonna have makeup on I'm gonna have my hair done oh hell no I looked so disgusting I never even got my nails done I think I had two missing nails it was like so gross because I was you know I had just taken I was about to take my maternity leave. So I was going to do it on Monday. I was going to like go get everything done and go. Yeah. Right. So, so ladies get your nails done beforehand. Um, so I was like, okay, like this is it. Here we go. So get in the car and it's like, I think like four, maybe like three 30 at this point, almost four. We go to my hospital and sure enough, my doctor is, and I did call my doctor 
um, who was not on call at that time. And so I had to, um, I had to get another doctor to, um, do the surgery because I had already planned a C-section. And so I get there and now I'm like kind of freaking out because I'm like, shit, you know, I really wanted my doctor, um, I really wanted my doctor to, you know, do the C-section on me because we had, you know, sort of talked through um, what we were going to do. We were talk, you know, talked about like, okay, well, if I can, you know, um, birth naturally, will we try that? And, you know, if I can't, then because everyone in my family basically had C-sections. And so the, the chances of me having one were, uh, were greater. And so we had just like this sort of this whole plan. And then sure enough, you know, it's like the middle of the night and I'm having these contractions and I'm like, ah, like just get this baby out of me. So we get there and, and, um, and they, you know, they check me and sure enough, my contractions are like now like, you know, two minutes apart and one minute apart, whatever. So they were like, okay, let's, let's get her in. So I think at that point they, um, get me into the gown and Riley's, you know, getting into his gown and like, we're so nervous and he's like holding my hand and he's, he doesn't even know which way the gown goes <laughs> and the booties. And he's just like taking videos of like me during contractions and like making all these faces and like thumbs up and like so awkward. And I'm like, I fucking hate you. Like this sucks. Um, and, and we're like, like laughing, but scared and like, holy shit, like we're about to, our lives are about to change. And so they roll us in and it's, um, they, they, they're playing some like oldies and it was awesome. And you know, my biggest fear to them, I was like, I'm, my biggest fear is that I feel everything. I'm like, please don't let me feel anything. I was, I was like so nervous. And, um, and you can tell he was nervous because like I, I asked him, like, I'm like, tell me a story. Talk to me. Like, I <laughs> I was like, I need you to like talk to me. I, I don't know, like, like what's happening right now. And so they, um, they're sort of talking you through it and everyone's like, you know, it's really early. It's like at this point, like 445 and everyone's coming in and like the first one on their shift and, um, you know, everyone's like talking, making jokes. And I am just like shitting bricks. Like they're about to completely rip open my insides like anything could go wrong I'm just gonna like breathe and relax and just like try to be in the moment and you know they give me the whatever it's called propofol I don't know what it's called but they basically like make you um numb from oh sorry they gave me the um, epidural in my back and your spine so you basically are like completely bent over which is kind of uncomfortable because you have a big ass belly, um, you know, in between your legs and you're like completely hunched over. And if you, if you move, you can go paralyzed. You're like low key, not trying to freak out about it. And so, um, they give you the, um, epidural and then they lay you back down. And then finally you basically can't feel anything from, you know, your chest down. And so it can sometimes feel like an elephant is sitting on your chest because it's so, it's like kind of hard to breathe. So it's a lot of different wild, like emotions that are going on, you know? And so they, they're, so now we're in, I'm, I am, I don't feel anything. And they also, um, are giving me, you know, this sort of drip, to make sure that I don't feel anything. Um, 
And so they are constantly like checking in on me like, hey, how are you feeling? Like, can you feel this? Can you feel that? If you can feel this, let me know, Um, which I started to because I think the procedure went on longer than it should have, which I'll explain. They ended up giving me a little bit more. But um, so 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 that all these music is going on. I'm telling Riley, like, you know, talk to me, tell me a story. What's happening? Um, they're talking to me too like okay you know we're 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 getting there we see the baby we see you know the sack we're doing this and I'm like holy shit um and then finally and you feel the pressure you feel them sort of rumbling around in your belly like you feel you feel that shit's happening you just can't feel like a pain if that makes sense so it's just like a really like you just feel like I mean you feel like you're there in your organs you know (laughs) Let's be real. And so they finally, you know, take the baby out and you're like so out of it and you're like, what's happening? And the baby's all bloody and like weird looking. And they, um, you know, asked Riley if he wants to cut the umbilical cord, which he did it. <laughs> he didn't like that. He didn't like it. He felt like it was so weird to like cut it and whatever. So they cut it. He, he cut, I think like the fake one. He didn't want to cut the real one. Um, and so then they bring her over and they put her in our arms or my arms. Um, and it was like the most wild thing ever. And I have to say, I wasn't like, oh my God, I'm so in love. I, for me, it was like, this is very weird. Like it was just bizarre. Like this is what's been in my belly. And like, I couldn't really like grasp it because I was sort of out of it, um, which again is totally normal if you don't have this like out of body experience of like, oh my God, I'm so in love with you. It's fine, ladies. It's fine. You will grow to love them. It's okay. You're not a bad mom. You're not a bad person. It is an overwhelming feeling of emotions. And so just go with the flow. Um, so I had this moment of like, wow, this is so bizarre. This is so weird. And, um, and then they, you know, gave a, gave him back. She was about five pounds, um, five pounds, like two ounces, three ounces like that. Um, and, and she was just so tiny, so, so tiny. I mean, granted I'm tiny too, but, um, yeah, she was so little and, and, you know, then what happened was, um, I had way more blood, like little blood vessels along where the C-section line is than they anticipated. And so I bled a lot and I kept bleeding. And so they pretty much had to, um, I was in there like, I think an hour or two longer than I should have, um, just because of how much blood I had. And so they had to really like sew me up and make sure that I wasn't going to, um, hemorrhage. And so I was just in there for a little bit longer and I was definitely, definitely out of it. At that point, Riley had already left the room. He was having, um, skin on skin with the baby in the other room. And that's when my whole family was able to go in with him. Um, I guess Riley was like so nervous. My mom said that he like was holding her and like, didn't really like even offer to like have anyone else hold her at, at first. <laughs> he was like, he was like so nervous. And like, you should see like the pictures. He's just like, so he's so nervous. So, so nervous. And like, I wish I would have been able to like see that side, but thankfully we have videos, but, um, but then finally, you know, obviously everyone had, had their, their moment with her, but then they roll me back in, um, to, to the room and I was shaking like crazy, which is so normal. It's like those, um, 
like those post pregnancy shakes where you're just like so so shaky which um they did say to put your hands um i think in like cold water or something i have to look that up there was a couple of things i mean thank god for tiktok now but there's a bunch of things i think you can do to get rid of the shakes um but i think one of them was um was was cold water i think like on your on your hands or something um but major shakes and I felt like I couldn't really appreciate the baby because like I I was so out of it still I was like on so many meds and they were like you know they had me hold her and um try to latch for the first time but honestly I had zero zero energy so I just had her like I had everyone just like sort of hold her until like I gained my energy back um which which sort of was a bummer I think about the whole c-section I think like when you're um when you do it naturally, a lot of women say that like, you're, you're fine, right? Like you're, you're, if you have a C, if you have an epidural, you're numb down there, but you're like present and you're like all there. Um, obviously every situation is different, but I've just heard that, um, you know, natural, like natural births, meaning, you know, pushing. Okay. Um, you recover quicker in, in normal, um, cases and you're sort of able to like bounce back quicker. And I think with C-sections, it's just a massive, massive procedure. So it just takes you a little bit longer. So it took me quite a few days, honestly, to like really get into like the groove of things with her and like her latching. And I, I wasn't forced to, to breastfeed, but I wanted to try it. Um, so they brought over the pumps and they were teaching me how to pump. Um, the lactation nurse sort of brought, you know, helped me um, figure out like how to massage my breasts and how to like, you know, maneuver the nipple in her mouth and everything. It was so crazy. So, so crazy. And, and then, um, you know, I had a, a few visitors and I had my family come and Heather did come and I had, you know, people drop off. Um, I remember like Lindsay, um, Dick out came by and dropped off balloons and flowers, which is so sweet. And, um, I had other friends come by and it was like, it was so, so nice, but also I was so overwhelmed with everything that like, I almost didn't want, um, visitors. And honestly, guys, if you need to be able to verbalize it and say, Hey, today's, today's not really the day. Like, I just don't really feel good. I don't feel myself. I don't feel right or whatever. Like, it's okay to say that don't feel bad. And I, and I feel like I was feeling bad for saying like, I just didn't want people around because I was just still very uncomfortable. I was just not all there. Um, and then I was there, I think I was there for a full five days. And so by like the fifth day, I was, I was able, or like the fourth day, I think I would, or no, I lied. I think by like the third day, I was actually able to like sit up and stand up because with the C-section, you know, they, they ask you to like really not do much. And I had bought this like belly band thing from Amazon and they, the, Ho uh, the hospital also gives you everything. Please don't overpack. You don't freaking need anything, honestly. Like bring your good pajama like bring the if you're gonna have a c-section the the ones at target that are just like a like a long pajama that button up in front that's what you need they they're like butter soft and underneath you'll have like some some um like really yummy granny panty also at target buttery soft um underwear 
because you're going to have to because you're going to bleed still. Um, this is all very TMI if you don't want to hear this. Sorry. Uh, but you're going to bleed still just because you didn't give birth um, vaginally does not mean that you don't bleed. Everything still has to come out. So um, you're bleeding now and you're like recovering from down there and from the C-section scar. So it's a lot going on. But um, get get really yummy, um, seamless underwear and that long buttery button up soft um pajama and you're golden and and some slippers and some yummy soft socks that's honestly all you really need they give you everything else they give you everything for the baby have your little outfit okay for for when you go home and for the baby for when you go home but everything else is fine bring a, a charger okay so so all right let me give the list because <laughs> now i'm adding things on bring a long charger for um, your cell phone, bring yummy socks, underwear, and pajamas, and a sl- and some slippers because you're gonna walk to and from the bathroom. Um, and like your face wash, right? If you have like a face wash or some wipes, like face wipes and a little lip gloss, right? A little chapstick. That's always good just to have next to you because you're gonna get very chapped very quickly. And if you'd feel dirty, grab a you know wet wipe, put it under your armpits, wipe your face if you're not ready to go and take a shower yet because that happens like I think like day two or three um, that you can finally start to rinse off. But you're gonna be a little bloody down there, you know. Um, so grab a wipe and and clean yourself off um, as needed and honestly that's pretty much it they have everything else they have the diapers you know they have the all the things for the baby they have everything they do give you like those um sort of rough um um uh blankets for the baby so if you want to bring like a yummy soft blanket for your baby you can do that um but everything else don't overdo it you're good you're good I mean if you're that particular bring your own pillow but like you really don't need it or a blanket like a really yummy soft blanket um but just you're you're fine you're gonna be okay and honestly that's why you have your spouses or your best friends or your sisters or whatever whoever's gonna be there that can go home and grab some things for you as needed but I'm telling you don't overpack it's it's really unnecessary um and then make sure you have you know your car seat ready to go and and the the car situation ready to go um for when for when you leave Now a quick break to tell you about one of my favorite brands, that's Cozy Earth. Thanks to Cozy Earth, honestly, I haven't had a better night's sleep in my life because their comfy sheets are like literally a dream to sleep in. I mean, you guys, we sleep in our sheets for so many hours a day, every single day. Why are we not investing in this? Come on. Um... There are the most comfy sheets, but now they're making the comfiest lounge wear. Uh, and that's another thing. We are in pajamas in our <laughs> in our sheets for more hours than we are in normal clothes. Cozy Earth has developed and crafted high quality goods with responsibly and sustainably sourced materials from the earth. Cozy Earth women's loungewear is crafted from the same breathable and luxurious material as their bedding. And it offers optimal comfort while maintaining a flattering, elegant fit. Plus, Cozy Earth has even 
been featured on Oprah's favorite list four years in a row, and they have a 10-year warranty on all their products. So they have just all sorts of clothing to try on, tank tops, t-shirts, sweatshirts, joggers, even scrunchies. Look, I was talking about this earlier with... um, with pregnancy um, and and giving birth and having comfy clothes because honestly the last thing you need after giving birth is to be in uncomfortable clothes and this is definitely a, a, a company that you should at least look into. Just go and look at their loungewear. It's delicious, so you don't want to miss out on this. Go to Cozy Earth. Uh, they're providing us an exclusive offer for my listeners today. 35% off site-wide when you use code HUMBLE. Go to CozyEarth.com and use code HUMBLE for 35% off site-wide. You are so welcome. Bomba's mission is simple. Make the most comfortable clothes ever and match every item sold with an equal item donated. So when you buy Bombas, you are also giving to someone in need. Bombas designed their socks, shirts, and underwear to be the clothes that you cannot wait to put on every day. Everything they make is soft, it's seamless, it's tagless, and has a cozy feel. There's a pair of Bombas socks for everything that you do, and they come in tons of options like comfy performance style made with, you know, that sweat wicking yarns, which means that your feet basically stay cool with the rest of when like you're the your rest of your body is basically like sweating up a storm and Bombas no show socks are designed for comfort while being especially engineered to never fall down because you know how annoying that gets right when you're like walking and they're like pushing down and you're like gaunting and if I have to go in there and stick my finger in my sweaty foot and lift the sock you guys know what I'm talking about <laughs> these socks don't do that also Bombas t-shirts are made with thoughtful design features like invisible seams, soft fabrics, and the perfect weight so that they hang just right. Because you know, some guys are very particular about their shirts and they're like, they don't like the tag. They want it to be a certain, they're like worse than children sometimes. And Bombas has that for your picky ass husband, ladies. Bombas um, underwear is so breathable and fits so well. It feels like you're wearing nothing at all and honestly the best way possible. And did you know that socks, underwear, and t-shirts are the three most requested clothing items at homeless shelters? That's why Bombas donates one for every item you buy. I love this so much. So far, Bombas customers like you have helped donate over 50 million items of essential clothing. I just love companies that are not about making money, right? This is like, we want to help people. We want to help bring a great product to you, but we also want to help the people that are less fortunate. And I just, I love companies with, with an ethos like this. So go to bombas.com slash humble and use code humble to for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash humble and use code humble at checkout. That's bombus.com slash humble code humble. This episode is brought to you by sax.com. At sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. At the hospital, they helped me with everything. They taught me how to bathe her, how to give her her first shower. I asked them all the questions. I didn't even know what pediatrician I was going to use. And I ended up, they, they bring you a pediatrician to your hospital or to your, um, to your room to check on the baby. And they brought me a few different pediatricians. And honestly, I fell in love with the one doctor. He was so great. And I was like, can you be my, can you be our pediatrician? He's like, yeah. And I was like, this is amazing. There we go. Check that off the list. Cause you know, you need to, you need a few things done prior to, and that was one of them. It was fighting your pediatrician. And I was like, okay, I like him. So I felt very at ease. I had a very, um, easy post, um, partum as far, as far as like the surgery goes, it was an, it was a good recovery that all that stuff was very, you know, was fine. I got, you know, a few meds to like, you know, ease the pain, which kind of helped, not gonna lie. Um, And then I ended up breastfeeding and pumping for about three months. Because, you know, um, shit hit the fan when with my job. So I sort of lost um, milk production because I was just so stressed out. So I, I stopped breastfeeding after three months, but I will say up until then, um, it was very stressful. It was a lot. I have to say very, very stressful having to breastfeed. So if it's not for you, that's okay. Don't be shamed by it. If you can do it. Um, awesome you know, freeze that milk. I know that when she got sick, I would give her, you know, that, that breast milk that I had, or when she had, um, her little, her little dry skin or dry scalp or her little bumps, I would put on, um, the breast milk and I would just sort of shoot it on there or grab the, you know, stuff from the freezer and and put it on. It was, it was so good for her. Um, I did have a sleep consultant. So if you guys want her information, reach out to me. I still have it. I actually still have like the the sheets that she gave me, the forms that she gave me. So if you guys need like a little cheat sheet, I will give that to you if you don't want to go through the entire process. I, I would I would recommend going through the entire thing, but if you don't want that, you just want like the like the one sheet of like do this, do this, put them down at this time, wake them up at this time. This is like for to get them to, to sleep through the night 
like right after they were I think it was like three months honestly I think the first three months she was with me and then I transitioned her into her into her big girl crib because I had the snoo which I will say the snoo is good um but I didn't have anything else to compare it to I'm not sure I'm not sure it really makes a difference I actually didn't care for it to rock her back to sleep I just liked that it sort of strapped her in so I liked the strap of the snoo I didn't like the rocking of the snoo so if that's the case then I would say you're probably fine in a regular bassinet um but I don't know with my second I guess I'll I mean I already had the snoo so I guess I'll put him her in the snoo but um I mean god willing I can get pregnant oh god it's so stressful um but yeah I I I got her into her big girl bed at three or at three yeah she was in the snoo until she was three um no i got her into um her her crib when she was three months so so i have that form that sort of cheat sheet of how to get them to sleep through the night and honestly she did she was a such a good sleeper so that worked for us um yeah that was basically it i mean i guess not a lot of craziness the craziness for me happened when i found out i was pregnant I, you know, Super Bowl Sunday, found out I was pregnant on Sunday. On Monday, I bled and I had like chunky blood and I was like, oh, I'm definitely having a miscarriage. And that's when I went to the ER and I was cramping, I was bleeding and um, they uh, admitted me and they were, they did an ultrasound and then they went in there with that little stick, like the ultrasound stick. And um, the tech was like, hey, I'm not supposed to tell you, the doctor's supposed to tell you, but um, you know you you're still pregnant and I was like oh my god and then the, you know the doctor came in and was like yeah there's there's still a heartbeat um you have a subchronic hematoma which means that you have to basically be like bedridden because you can miscarry if you do too much and the and the hematoma sort of like if, if it ruptures if you will and it like bleeds if you bleed through and then you know you can you can lose the baby so I had to take it really really easy um on my body and which uh, I really didn't. I mean, I kept working. I kept, you know, doing what I was doing. I really didn't like, I really didn't. I just kept working. Um, but thankfully it all worked out. Once I was sort of past that like period, I had a very, I, I, I was nauseous and stuff, but I had a very smooth pregnancy. I will say, I think I gained like 30 some pounds. Um, I think I ended up being like 155, 160 pounds by the end of it all. Um, so I think I, I gained, you know, fair, like normal weight. Um, and it, yeah, so like no preeclampsia, none of that. So it was overall a very, very good um, pregnancy. And I think what also helped was that I was so busy at work that I just, I I was focused on working and I was I was walking a lot and, and, you know, I wasn't really working out, but I was just, I was just staying active and staying busy. So I think that also helped me. Um, and it was also my first pregnancy. So who knows, maybe my second will be, will be a little different. So that's sort of my birth story. Nothing crazy. Um, I did hear, uh, talking about just like my my body and how I'm feeling and how you have to be an advocate for your body because I feel like I'm sort of out of it you know was out of it this month and whatever but I follow you know Amber Lancaster she's an influencer on Instagram and she had a gnarly gnarly um you know life-threatening birth story and if you haven't heard it go to her Instagram at um Amber Lancaster crazy I mean the the girl went through like the just 
the scariest um, birth. She almost lost her life. He almost, you know, the baby almost lost his life. And it, and he was in the NICU. I mean, it was just so incredibly um, just uh, scary. And, and she got out of it and she got through it. And then, you know, later on, she talked about how um, oh my God, like her husband was like cheating on her throughout all of that and she found out that like even when she was the baby was in the NICU and she was in the hospital and going through all that he was like texting and talking to some other the girl has been through everything I mean I uh, it's it's just crazy and and she's the one that Riley actually cooked for at one of the cottages in at Lido House um so uh, small world but um but she's just so inspirational she's just gone through so much shit and she's so strong and and then was dating this douchebag i don't even know why i'm telling you her entire story she's obviously open about it that's how i know about it but um she was dating this like douchebag guy anyways this, the, the reason why i'm bringing her up is because she was talking about how um she was like I think like seven weeks or something pregnant and she went to the doctor and her doctor said that she was had miscarried and that there was no heartbeat and that she in her heart of hearts was like, I don't think I miscarried. I, I really don't think I did. And so she got a second opinion and, and the doctor was like, yeah, I don't hear a heartbeat. Like, I think you may have, she was like, let me just try one more thing. And, um, and she like put up the vo volume on, um, the sonogram and there was this little heartbeat and it was crazy because she was like, I knew it. And God forbid, you know, I had like gone through with like my appointment of like having like, you know, the DNC, um, she would have, you know, like ultimately like, you know, not had him around like he, and he would have been alive. Like how crazy is that? Like women, we know our bodies. Listen to your body. Don't always listen to the doctor. Like shit like that just makes you think twice and makes you feel like, okay, like we're not going crazy. Just, you know, stick to it, stick to your guns. Um, and yeah, that, that, that was just, um, a wild, a wild story. And, and I had been going through my thing and, and I happened to hear her say that story, um, while I was getting all these negative results and stuff and I'm thinking, I don't think, okay, maybe I'm not pregnant, right? But something's going on. So that's, that's sort of what made me feel like, okay, we need to be advocates for ourselves for sure. So anyways, that's my story. That's this week. Um, thank you guys for, as always, for tuning in, for listening to me, for, um, supporting me. I love you. Please go give me a five star. That's, um, if, if anything, just, just go give it a five star. You don't even have to write anything. Just give it the five star, please. Um, go listen to what the kids are watching with Ryan Bailey. It's our new show where we recap kids shows. Um, and, and that's it. I hope you guys have a beautiful week. I can't believe it's already October. Uh, I hope that, uh, we're going to be out of retrograde guys in, in like the next couple of days. So that's exciting. That's very <laughs> things are probably going to be looking up. Um, I'm excited for the holidays. I'm excited for fall. Like I'm over, you know, this whole summer, the heat, I'm good. Uh, everyone, please stay safe, stay sane. I love you all. Remember, stay humble and stay hungry. Seeking the truth never gets old. 
Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.